Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Coming at you live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is Blue Heaven Podcast. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Uh, my name is Clint. You can find me. It's real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. You can come find him. That's that was a challenge. Just come find Please me. Show up. Uh, we are at. Uh, we're not telling you. Give you a general location. Yeah, guys. My name is Brooke. You can find me at Brooke Me Three on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, we are back. Dodgers Padres Two Electric Boogaloo. Yum yum. I don't know what else to call it. I don't know what else to call it. For some reason, Major League Baseball said, "You know what, guys? Remember how you were really stressed out for three days over the last weekend? Here's four more. Here's four more. Let's start on Thursday. Less than a week later. So yeah, if you guys are celebrating Thirsty Thursday, crack one open with us because we out here. As is, uh, as is. Cold froze on uh, YouTube. Thanks for hanging out with us. But we had a series preview. We uh, we chatted earlier today with ESPN play by play man, Mr. Jason Benetti. Uh, they are bringing a Statcast driven version of the broadcast on Sunday. So we'll talk a little bit about that later on. There are southpaw struggles once again. The Dodgers are doing that thing where they cannot hit left-handed pitching. Dig into a few of the numbers. Let's have a little bit of fun with that. <laughs> and uh, we wanted to talk about it on Monday. But uh, there's just too much good stuff. Hashtag uh, Tombgus, not a sponsor. But they want to disband the Dodgers, and there's a petition to do so. We're going to make fun of some people a little bit later on. But uh, before we do get into all of that and all the fun, I've got to remind you, this is a podcast. Uh, you can listen to us in your ears, and you don't have to watch us live and do all this uh, extra bullshit. Uh, we are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, <laughs> Grandma's uh, Grandma's House, all those kind of spots. So uh, make sure you do hit subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube.com slash TV. We'd be happy if you did that. Look at that. It had a bell in it and everything. The whole thing. Above and beyond. Classy show, guys. Uh, don't forget, guys, this is a live stream. We are here drinking beer. That rhymed. <sighs> so don't forget we to drop in the comments. Let us know where you're repping Dodger Nation tonight. Let us know where you're watching them take on the Padres because we want to talk to you because uh, why not? I don't really want to talk about the Padres a lot because uh, I'm really, I'm really, I'm tired from last week still. 
Well, luckily, there's a decent break in between these series. I don't think they match up again until like late June or possibly yeah. in July or something like that. Yeah. So they kind of spaced them out, but they really front-loaded them here to probably try to get uh, get hashtag narrative going early in the season. We got Claudia and Raul in the stream, a shared account saying, Fire Roberts, and <laughs> D-Manny comes in and says, Fire Roberts? Really? Dodgers have the best record in baseball. I don't really know. I don't know where to go with that. It's right on brand for the Dodgers and Dodger fans in general. I love that. Uh, Ari's in the stream says, uh, hashtag road to repeat and Dodgers versus don't care for their players. Uh, We got to talk a little bit about that probably. Let's be real. We're going to talk about the Padres. We don't have a choice. And we're going to do our best to piss off some Padres fans. So share with your Padres fans' friends. Let's get them in here. We do love when they're uh, trying to troll the stream. It's just they're down bad right now. <laughs> it's they're us- down bad. It's usually uh, it's usually pretty uh, pretty cute to see. We got a cheers from MLG Chavez. Thank you for hanging out with us. Alyssa woke up for this. Good morning. I wish I was sleeping. To be honest with you, <laughs> we've been here a while today, guys. Uh, I, well, I, look, I'm telling you, we're, we're getting more and more on Twitch. It's a big deal. Things are happening. Jags over on Twitch just Twitch, can't wait to get the Padres onto a seven-game losing streak. Yes, they uh, they got swept by the Mighty Mighty Brewers this week, and uh, they got a rough. The one and Padres five. got a rough. They got a lot going on. Like us, also going through a lot of injuries, but they shot themselves in the foot. That's the difference. Yeah, that's where Cody Bellinger got stepped in the foot by some, like, lumbering buffoon. That's his official name. <laughs> We're going with that. We got Travis checking in from Salt Lake City, Utah. We got Rodney in Bedford, Indiana. We got Claire checking in from Montreal. So it's a little bit of Mr. and Mr. Uh, Northern America. Northern Hemisphere. (laughs) There about. Charles checking in from Whittier, where the girls are prettier, allegedly. Uh, That's where I will be after we're done with this stream. Let's dig into a couple more before we get in there. Javier asking about, what is this disband word you speak of? Oh, it's going to be funny. You got to wait till a bit later in the show, but it's going to be funny. It's going to be a lot of fun. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Let's dive into it. Uh, you already said it. Dodgers versus Padres 2, Electric Boogaloo. They are at Dodger Stadium now this week. Um, some things going on. You know, baseball's going to happen. Get a, another series of good matchups. Uh, despite Alana Rizzo believing otherwise that there is no marquee matchups in this, there are two, maybe three can be argued because you do got Musgrove and May on Sunday, which is going to be a fun, uh, a fun series for for people who like the the modern game of the spin rate and all that kind of stuff. That's why you can watch it on Statcast, ESPN two on Sunday. Tonight we got Ryan Weathers. Going up against Walker Bueller, rematch of Friday, and it's all rematches. You got, you know, round two of Kirsch and, and you, and you also got Snell and Bauer on, on Saturday. Yeah. Well, what do you what do you like? <laughs> Let's try to be positive. What do you like about seeing these guys again for the second series? Tim Rogers jumped into the chat and said, thinking about quitting DN and becoming a Padres team doctor. That's really... <laughs> As it turns out, anybody can be a team doctor with the Padres. I think I saw somebody t- on Twitter earlier today. I don't remember who it was, so I can't give the credit to you, but someone say, I'm pretty sure the team doctor of the Padres is just AJ Proler on WebMD. So probably pretty accurate, to be honest with you. 
Um, in terms of the matchups coming up this week, I it, look it, the Dodgers against left-handed pitching. That's something we'll talk about. Not yeah. good, and obviously we get we get piled on pretty quickly with Ryan Weathers, who's been super effective to start the year. The good news is him starting off the series kind of plays against the Padres a little bit because you, you got to know he's only going to go two to three innings. He's probably not going to go much longer than that. His last outing, the most pitches that he's thrown all season, and it was only three innings. So mm-hmm. that's the good news. We'll get to the bullpen early. You'll hopefully get to work on those guys, hopefully wear them down over the course of four games. You would think by the fourth game their bullpen's going to be pretty depleted. but well, Their bullpen's already depleted. It is lost, as it is. Yeah. They lost. Surprise, surprise, everybody. You know what? Stop the presses here. Nelson Lamette made his season debut and lasted only 28 pitches. It's like they don't listen to us about activating their players too soon. Look, man, the Padres, look, you guys know Padres fans came after a super heavy for saying that they shouldn't have activated Tatis. They shouldn't be act- activating Lamette. They're like, oh, they're scared. They're nervous. I don't care if you want to throw an injured dude out there. It's just going to help us in our favor. Obviously, it helped with Tatis. Okay, congratulations. He hit one solo shot that did absolutely nothing for your team. I legitimately want the best players to be on the field healthy. I don't care about matchups. I don't care about any of that. So for you guys to come at us and say, like, look at them. They don't want them on the field. I'm like, it's just going to help us win. But also, it's going to ruin your entire season if you keep doing this. Really annoying. Really (laughs) upsetting. But we were right about it, as was literally the entire world of baseball, aside from delusional uh, Padres fans. Yeah. It happens. I get it. Yeah, we are absolutely not quivering in our boots, whatever. We don't wear boots. This is California. Who wears boots? Chunkless. Freaks, that too. <laughs> Brooke is a big-time Crocs kind of gal, but anyways. We're so we'll comfortable. <laughs> go from there. But, uh, yeah, uh, like you said, one homer for Tatis. He's three for 21 since coming off the IL. Uh, earlier today, Cody Bellinger talked about the injury. Obviously, it was pretty similar to what he had with the shoulder thing, and 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 it's like, yeah, you can play through it. You you feel a little funky, but I mean, watching Tatis for those three games, he he definitely you see a markedly different uh, attack coming out of uh, Fernando, and and that's not his game, not at all. Um, I will drop in and say that we have another Twitcher from Stockholm, Sweden. He says, where the women are, and then just kind of trails <laughs> off. And I think he had trouble rhyming. And then jumped in later, steaming, where the women are steaming. Oh. Sweden, steaming. You know, they kind of rhyme. Different, I, you know, it's, it's fine. Again, I, Mr. and Mr. Worldwide. I okay. thought it was somebody like 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 dropping into the stream saying, like, where are the women at? Yeah, 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 that's a good one, too. We are not a dating I service. I also saw, uh, saw a couple Australians jump in. We are very popular in Australia. We got, like, three Australian watchers. Congrats to us. Uh, Michael. Michael over from Melbourne. Let's do... Uh, I don't know if I said uh, Melbourne right, because uh, I, don't, I don't know Australian English, because that's a different language. <laughs> you're, so, uh, you're so cultured. I am so cultured. <sighs> so, anyways, yeah. Um, despite all of the struggles, particularly for the Padres... The pitching is still solid all around. Uh, in the series, it's good. Dodgers, uh, and you can check out more of this. I think it was uh, I think it was Palma who wrote up a story about it, or or no, Eric Eric Ula Ulo Ulo. I always get that backwards because yep. weird name. Am I right? Check him out. Three up, three down podcast every uh, Saturday or Sunday on Dodgers Nation YouTube. But uh, Dodgers third best starter ERA in baseball, uh, two point four six ERA. The Padres are, the f- are in the fifth. Position 2.53, but their best overall in team ERA, and that's all of baseball, 2.5. Dodgers rank third, 2.77, but uh, you know what? Dodgers have 14 wins. They lost two in a row, and it was a nightmare. It was the, just sell it all, trade everybody, fire Friedman. I get it, but uh, DFA Mookie, you know, has it worse. Dodgers again, 1-5 and five since uh, the Dodgers came to town. The bullpen is depleted because they lost Lamette. 
Uh, they had to throw a lot of pitchers in that that reverse sweep, the opposite, bad kind of sweep. And uh, again, Tatis is not doing all that hot. Their bats are cooling down. The Dodgers bats aren't doing good either. They're they're pretty not great. I think they're batting like like a, I think it's a, a two hundred three team batting average over the last nine eleven games, something like that. So. Not uh, not so hot, so it's kind of like a bend or break. Who's going to be the least worst, in a way, in this series? Who's going to be the team to finally be like, okay, look, we're actually good at baseball. We should do the yeah. baseball. Yeah. yeah. Which no, uh, you hope it's the Dodgers. Notably, we talked about that on Monday. There's, or Whenever the hell it was. It was not a very clean series on Monday or over the weekend. Nope. You had some some bad bad defense, uh, some, some just, yeah, overly, I think it was overall sloppy defense, and, and you would imagine they're going to try to tighten it up. It kind of continued into Seattle a little bit, but. Very uncharacteristic from both teams, by the way. It's, <laughs> that's not something that they both do. We also have Yolanda checking in on Periscope from Mexico City. So, again, I say, we need to have shirts made up. I think we've been talking about this for a while. We Eddie. haven't done it yet, but we should get them made up because we do have a lot. Yolanda, oh. welcome from Mexico City. It's good to see you. Did you get the the Sweden in there? You got dark. I got Sweden. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Where the oh, girls where are the girls. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. Watch from Sweden. Where I get you. Uh, Rich Hills Blisters in the stream. Hell yeah! Uh, welcome to Rich Hills Blister. We got uh, Manny Poras saying Slump Diego and Roach saying Hi, it me. Welcome to the stream, Roach. So we need to admit that we. Uh, We've tried to downplay it as much as we can because it just makes it that much fun, more fun. It pisses Padres fans off uh, with not acknowledging them, not considering this a rivalry. Let's be fair. It is. It's grown into that more. Uh-huh. Still got a long way to go to be you know, Red Sox and Yankees of old back when he was only like two in, in 2004 or whatever back, it was. Back in Trot Nixon days. <laughs> Bless up. Rest in peace, Trot Nixon. But... Um, we spoke earlier with uh, Matt Benetti, not Matt, Jason, I was thinking of Matt Borelli, Jason Benetti, was uh, one of them internet boys, Yeah, Jason Benetti, who is a play-by-play man for, uh, well, his full-time job is with the White Sox of Chicago, as a place where they play, and, and, and funny enough, he replaced one of our good friends, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hawk Harrelson, not a good friend of the show, but favorite guy of, of uh, many baseball broadcasters. And we talked to him about the rivalry and kind of what's going on. He's coming out of you know from this from a perspective of that he has no, despite him wearing a blue sweater, he has no no horse in this fight. He doesn't care who wins or loses. He just wants to see a good game. So we talked to him for a little while. The full clip is on our uh, YouTube channel. Check out the full series uh, uh, preview and all that. But here's a bit from uh, from Mr. Jason about what's going on and, and what he's looking forward to with this as Brooke would call it, a rivalry. This is, you could argue this is the best the Padres and Dodgers rivalry has ever been. And I don't know how often you can say that about something in sports, but you kind of feel it building. And I actually think, you know, there's a lot of talk about East Coast bias and everything that goes along with it. If the Padres and Dodgers are good together for a while, and I'm sure Dodger fans are skeptical that the Padres belong in the conversation, like, is it a rivalry that's on the Dodgers terms? I'm sure that's what Dodgers people might say. Yep. But to me, I'm very excited about the idea that these two teams are really good in the Padres, right? They're 10 and 10 right now, but there's young talent. Mm-hmm. Like this could be the heyday of a West coast, California based rivalry. And I actually think we're kind of starved for that in major league baseball and somewhat in all of the major sports. So I, I actually love, the the global view of this series and that excites me considering that both of these teams should be good for a while 
Yeah, you talk about, you know, rivalries in sports and just in general in Major League Baseball. It doesn't really feel like there's been that head-to-head. These two teams are rivals. These two teams are also very good. You know, you're talking about early 2000s to mid-2000s Red Sox-Yankees. That's, I mean, that's the pinnacle of, yeah. of Major League Baseball rivalry. And it doesn't feel like we've had that for a long time. And I know Dodgers fans don't want to call it a rivalry. They don't want to, they don't want to acknowledge little brother, um, but it is fun and it makes baseball way more. We've, we've been in the, you know, watching NOS baseball, not be very good for a couple of years mm-hmm. now. Um, we've gone through ebbs and flows of, you know, the diamondbacks are pretty good at one point and then kind of fall off. The Rockies are pretty good at one point and then fall off, but we've never had that consistent or even the giants, the giants yeah. obviously very good, had that run of success. Um, not so much lately, but probably on the up and coming and having a pretty good year to start the season. But even with everything that's going on with the Padres and Dodgers this year, it still feels like that intensity is there. You have yeah. injuries, you know, you have Cody Bellinger out, you have uh, Gavin Lux out. Mookie's been going through some things and still yeah. has that thing where he got hit by the, on the arm. You have, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. You know, maybe arguably shouldn't be in the game, but also <laughs> is in the game. Um, Lamette, who knows what's going on him? Clev, Morahone, all these guys, and it still feels like even without some of these like major stars, that it is a very exciting series. I agree. And and what you said, I think, jibes with my understanding of what sort of makes a good college basketball rivalry too. Michigan State and Michigan for years have had the little brother comment. I don't remember who it was who said it, but it was like 10 years ago. Somebody was maybe even more recently than that. Somebody was talking about big brother and little brother. And actually, now that I think about it, I think it was in the football version of the rivalry, but it's sort of ported to basketball. But you sort of, you kind of have to have, and living in Chicago, I I think I can speak to this specifically, living in Chicago, there is a type of fan who's a White Sox fan and a type of fan who's a Cub fan. And yeah, there's got to be a little bit of that like push and pull socioeconomically or psychologically or whatever it is. Like what you're saying about the Padres and the fact that you guys nodded when I said what I said, like. You definitely believe that to the core. And that's what makes it good, right? Right, Like if the Padres win, it's like, oh, they won once, right? Then that's the way the first series went, right? Like you you grind it out in the extra inning one, you put up a five spot and you win, you know, like you win 11 to six. And then like, oh, they won the last game, but who cares? You know, like, of course they won the last game. That's the way it goes, right? And then Padres fans are like, oh, we can't wait to show them. Yeah. And you would argue, probably, who is a Padres fan, right? Like that, I, I have a feeling that might have been rolling around in your head too. But it's a, it's a like I love that the Padres are getting good because mm-hmm. honestly, like I met, I've met a couple people who moved away from San Diego in their lives, and I'm like, what are you doing? You're nuts! Like it's a great city, it's a great it place is. to be, it it's a great place to watch a game. Whatever you think of the Padres, Petco is a fantastic place to watch a game. I think. And so, yeah, I, but I think you have to have that feeling, that soul in a rivalry where the two teams just clash with their fans. They just like, yeah, there's a lack of respect or understanding (laughs) of the position in life. And I don't know if I'm being too grand here, but I kind of sense that. No, I I think you're, I think you're nailing it. I mean, you you talk about the, uh, you know, this is something that we've gone through again, like I say, ebbs and flows, like just us being on Twitter back and forth on social media, things like that. We've had, you know, we've had our share of Rockies fans come after us for some things over the years. We've had our share of Diamondbacks fans come after us over the years, but there's never been a time where 
this level yeah. of, of trash talk from Padres fans and back and forth but from both sides between Dodgers yeah. fans and Padres fans. The and I think, I think there. you definitely nailed it. There, the intensity is definitely there. The lack of respect for one another <laughs> is definitely there. Um, it does, in that sense, remind me of, of you know, when the Giants were very good because when the Giants were very, very good, it was, mm-hmm. it, it was we were not speaking from a position of authority. And so <laughs> yeah. the only thing that you could do That's is right. just attack their personality. Yeah, that, what that, else can you do? That was coming out of the Frank McCourt era, which right. was a nightmare for Dodgers fans. Fans, but uh, well, at least you were in at least you were in a great curb episode because of that era. That's true. Yeah, we made it. We did it, <laughs> and that's what's really important about getting. You know, it's that Hollywood lifestyle right there. Yeah. Shout out Anthony Rendon for uh, for the win there. But uh, no, really, it's as as Dodger fans and people who cover the team day to day, you want this, you live for this, you do want competition for the Dodgers. We saw what happened last year. The Dodgers didn't really have all that great of competition throughout the year. They got their ass handed to them for you know the first few games against the Braves, first real team, first real competition you face, but. Just getting that intra-divisional rivalry and and the back and forth and the trash talking, it makes baseball more exciting, especially for a team like L.A. going for nine in a row. I mean, winning never gets boring. But uh, at some point, you're just like, okay, let's just all right, we'll walk into the postseason and take off. (laughs) Right. And that's so that's the that's that's the funny part of it, because. There are some franchises that would never use the word but after winning never gets boring. And that's what Padre fans probably latch onto. And they're like, ah, oh, these guys, like, what are we doing? But this is this is what I love about baseball, though, because at Duke Carolina, you play twice a year in basketball. And, you know, the, the NBA rivalries really heat up in the postseason and they're sort of player driven, I think, more than anything. And the NFL, you know, it's twice a year you get giants eagles or whatever rivalry you want to pick for baseball like normally you're not going to win 19 against one team so there's always a reason to say oh we got you there we did this to you but like this is why i get excited that our crew gets to do this game because Mm -hmm. like petriello's jumping out of bed every morning he's got two kids (laughs) and he's like they're barely getting breakfast because we have padres dodgers yeah like He's, 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 he's an amazing guy. Like we're all juiced to do this game because there's so much behind it. And I think, I think it's sort of like the reverse East coast bias situation. A lot of baseball fans are now loving ending their day, especially when you guys play each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of that of, I can't go to bed until this is over. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad for you guys because never do you get that level of attention paid. So it's very obvious that national media would still love for this to be a rivalry. And while we're not necessarily ready to call it that, I think we can all admit it's a lot more fun to watch Dodgers baseball when they're playing a very good team. And it's something that's been talked about a lot over the last couple of weeks because I mean, since the offseason, since the, I mean, the Dodgers swept through the Padres relatively easily through mm-hmm. the playoffs. They gave them some fits during the regular season, but they swept through them pretty fast. It was pretty clear that they just were the superior team and they had more depth and they could withstand a longer season like they can't. And so you knew that when they were coming into a 162 game season, you're like, we're looking at it and going, Padres can't stand up to that. So they add talent, they add depth, yeah. they add starting pitchers, they add international free agents they do all these things to keep pace with them and then the dodgers go out and say well we're gonna get trevor bauer it has nothing to do with you guys but we're gonna get trevor bauer uh and that's you know that's rough for the padres but also on the other hand you're like oh this is gonna be a really fun season it's gonna be really fun to look at and i look at you guys and a lot of what you guys are saying and the general consensus that i can see is that you guys don't believe this is a rivalry which i would 
hundred percent agree with. Rivalries take rivalry rivalries. Sorry, I didn't mean to mess it up for you. Rivalries, mm-hmm. get it right. Take the other team winning for a stretch. It takes the two side. It takes a bloodbath. It takes an actual maybe few fights. I mean, I would argue, and and it really wasn't then. I would argue they were closer. The Dodgers and Padres were closer to a, a rivalry when. When Puig got thrown at the head, and then Granky got thrown right. away, the, that, the Granky one, I think those were uh, might have been against the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks yeah, but still, the, when Granky got his his collarbone broken by by Quentin, and you know the back and forth, the four plus one, like some of the stuff Agon told, and we talked about with Agon in the off season, how. Um, just those games were a lot more fun, and the Padres were looking at, at at the Dodgers, and and or they weren't even considering the Dodgers that important. It's like, okay, yeah, you guys won those one game, or that one game, whatever it was, they still went on to win the division, and all that. So, right, win a division, win a couple, uh, make the Dodgers embarrass the Dodgers, make them your uh, make, become the Dodgers' daddy, whatever it is. You're far. You're not there yet. I would love to see them try. They are trying uh, with money, as people have said. Uh, in the in the comments, but the biggest indication to me, I mean, there's a lot of different things that you can measure a rivalry with, whatever you want to do. But the biggest Ooh. indication to me is that there is legitimate bad blood in there. And yeah. what I mean by that is, no matter how bad the other team is, there is still bad blood, and that's just not the case with the Padres. That has not been the case over the years. The Padres have been very bad for a very long time, mm-hmm. and they've never been thought of as a rival or even mentioned in the conversation until they all of a sudden got good. When you can show me that Padres being a very bad team and this hate still being there, we can have a conversation. But I think we are a very long way away from that. I think we were a very, you know, we need some wins from them. We need to see a playoff win, first of all. Just one, that would be a good start. Just one. I would take just one in the in the actual, you know, division series playoff win. Congrats on your wild card, by the way. Congrats on that. Big, big, big deal for you. But and uh, I, I don't want to jump the gun on that. And we thank Jason for the time uh, this afternoon. Tune into the Statcast broadcast on ESPN two. Uh, it will definitely be a really cool alternative for some of you folks that like the, you know, the, maybe the more numbers, maybe the more analytic uh, driven approach to it. Uh, of course, you know, Mike Petriello is part of that broadcast, and he's fantastic. He's sort of the, become the. Uh, well, he's not quite the godfather of Statcast, but uh, you know, with these the numbers that as they've increased and grown and whatever, he's great at it. And Eddie Eddie uh, Perez is is uh, solid as a color man, as long as it's not uh, him and Ravi doing it apart for a three a.m. Uh, KBO game. But most importantly, it's a great alternative to A Rod and Matt Vaskersian. Tune in to ESPN two on Sunday. It's mostly a knock on A Rod. A Rod, you suck. Everything about you sucks. And Vaskersian's serviceable at best. Generic. With all due respect. Yeah. Anyways. None to A-Rod. No due respect. <laughs> uh, some lineup news. Give people the lineup news. Okay. Well, everybody's getting scratched. Uh, we already had the news earlier today. There was the initial lineup that came out, and then you get a little bit of a last-minute shuffle, a little bit mm-hmm. of a rotation. Chris Taylor comes out of the lineup. They got to move Z-Mac into the outfield. And then, just a couple minutes ago, Z-Mac gets the boot out of the lineup with <laughs> apparently this uh, also lower back tightness, which I think is what they had said about Chris Taylor. So I'm not sure what happened. I don't know what was happening. I don't want to speculate too much. I have my ideas. We I'll have speculate. our ideas. Go ahead. They probably got their shot. 
I'm assuming they probably got yeah. their vaccines and they're feeling a little sore. I got mine yesterday, feeling a little sore in my arm. So <gasps> I, I would definitely personally not be able to, to play in a baseball game right now. That has nothing to do with my shot. I just would not be able to play in a baseball game right now. <laughs> yeah, because you're doing a show and you're a professional. So Luke Rayleigh moves into the outfield. Uh, odd odd matchup for him <laughs> against Ryan Weathers. But he is a good fastball hitter. Luke Rayleigh is. So there's good stuff there. But it also just goes to show you that, number one, the Dodgers are hurting but number two just flat out stacked flat out stacked you know the worst part about zach attack mckinstry not being in the lineup is we don't get to see or hear which of the two creed options he he went through for his uh his new walk-up song he crowdsourced his new walk-up song for this coming homestand and he had two creed options which is just Zach, I see. Uh, I see Rich Hill Blister in the in the comments. Uh, I I need to know what he thinks about <laughs> Zach McKinstry's Creed options first of all, because I don't. I mean, look, Creed is a uh, what are we calling Creed? Bad, yeah. not good, not enjoyable. You know, they're Nickelback on par. It, it, you know, about the, about the same. Uh, that's a bad choice. <laughs> Double it up, baby. Let's go. It didn't win, thankfully. I think they both came in last. Yeah, because Creed. It's Creed. Yeah. Creed is universally like like accepted as one of those Nickelback brand of bands. Just bad. Mm. At me, Creed. But don't at me the way uh, that Trapped guy was in the offseason. Remember that, remember that, that Trapped kid? Uh, that yeah, band yeah. Trapped? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, don't do that. Yeah, you got real, uh, got real creepy got in the offseason on some people. And then their account got suspended. Anyways. Look at this graph. <sighs> Look at this graph. Moving on. Southpaw struggles. Okay, so as much crap as the Dodgers got for, air quote, lining up their rotation against the Dodgers last week, Padres, Padres have now sort of, I mean, it it, it, it laid out this way. It, it was planned well. I mean, both teams did set themselves up a certain way because they knew they were going to face off for seven games in ten days or whatever the hell it is. Ooh, let's kick Renee right out. It says Creed rules. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Renee. You know, Poe Buddy's nerfic or whatever. But there is not a shirt that says Creed Rules, by the way. <laughs> that is not in existence. No, it's Creed Rules, uh, colon, <laughs> throw them all out. <laughs> Burn all the CDs. Take it. If you have it in your iTunes, just destroy your. If you have it in your Zune, I guess it makes sense. Zune. That makes that adds <laughs> up. Yeah. If you have your Sansa uh, uh, sand disc or whatever the hell it is. Anyways, oh, uh, man. the. The the both teams have essentially lined themselves up for this series. The Do- the Dodgers will be facing two Padre left-handed pitchers and well, not sup- Chris Paddock and not Chris Paddock, which is just I mean for us I think they're doing it specifically for us. Hingle McTingleberry, the manager of the San Diego Padres, is a, is a big time friend of the show. He's a fan clearly watches us. He does not want you specifically to see Chris Paddock face the Dodgers. Listen, he knows what I've done to his career <laughs> single-handedly. <laughs> They know what I have done to that man. Um, before I latched onto him, he was a, a shining star on his way to the moon. Uh, I don't think stars travel to the moon, but we're we're, we're going to use that as an example. And then I latched onto him, and there was just something I didn't like about. Him. You know what I didn't like about him? Yeah, it wasn't well, really yeah. anything else that he had done at the time. He dressed like a cowboy, which I didn't. I didn't like that. He's in San Diego. Relax, buddy. I didn't like that. Um, but He's also, sure. people were like, "This is the next Clayton Kershaw. He's the right-handed, better Clayton Kershaw." And I was like, "Okay, now, okay, now you." Started a fire. Congratulations. You just ruined yourself. And now look at him. 
human garbage that they can't even start against the Padres be, or against that's the Dodgers because he's just that good. he's just that terrible. That's all he is. He's garbage. Human garbage. Tell his agent to come after me again. His agent said, "Look at his high school stats." And I'm like, hey, "Congratulations, <laughs> dude. Look at my high school stats. I batted 450 in high school. Where did that get me? Huh? Here, doing podcasts, talking about your stupid freaking client." In your face, sucker. Back to you in the studio, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh man. We do love ourselves some Chris Paddock around here. I tell you what, if he ever finds me, I'm in trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. get get. Uh, I want to get him and that number four starter, or Mike Clevenger, together. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're gonna like me. Oh man, uh, we have a very important poll here. I want to drop uh, from from our boy Hamill. It's as if, oh, uh, well, I'm gonna make it into a poll instead because we got you know San Diego Rap Boy. You gun to your head. You you have to pick between gun to your head. Walk mm. up, walk out song. It's it's a Creed song, mm. or it's or it's the San Diego Boys rapping for you. That's oh, it. Oh, definitely the San Diego Boys rapping for me. Now, which which hit, hit uh, smash hit are you taking? You taking their their California Love Abortion? Yeah. Or or you're I'm, not gonna I'm go definitely not taking the most the, recent the Eminem one. No, I'm definitely not taking right. that one. I mean, did you see his swing during that video? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just play the swing on a loop. Like that's just all that I'll play in it. Uh, yeah. All right, anyways. Back on track. Dodgers, not goodly against left-handed thrower men. They're back at it again. I don't know what the numbers are. Uh, last year, I, I the, the eye test and what my brain hole remembers is that we were better, communist sense, we were better against <laughs> left-handed pitching in 2020 in the Mickey Mouse season, as they like to call it. Once again, Dodgers not doing so hot. Let's look at some numbers here, courtesy of our friend Mr. Brian Robitaille. Check out the latest article on our DodgersNation.com. It's a cool uh, look into how bad the Dodgers are against left-handed pitching. So there you go. Subscribe to DodgersNation.com. Dodgers, uh, third highest team OPS right now in baseball, 778 OPS with the weighted runs created plus of 116, which is good. The splits, though, top, uh, Dodgers top the National League with an 828 OPS Nearly, I think it's more than 140 points uh, lower against left-handed pitching. A 682 OPS against left-handed pitching, which is 10th in the National League. Slash, they're hitting less than 220 against them, slugging 367. Long story short, not good numbers. Marco Gonzalez like pretty much shut him down. That's I mean, no, I no disrespect to Marco. Another uh, left-handed thing. Yeah, it's. Oof. I don't know. I mean, is it? Is it? Are they? I mean, Mookie's in that same thing. He was like oh for his first seven or something like that against left-handed pitching. He just he got the, a couple of hits off Marco. Yeah, I, I mean, won. he just has the most absurd reverse splits. It's just, since it's coming not, to L.A. It's just not something that you expect. Yeah, it, it is since coming to L.A. But also, A.J. Pollock is supposed to be very good against, against left-handed pitching. But overall, he just is not great this year. It's not necessarily that he's not hitting left-handed pitching. He's just not hitting at all. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that come with it. Over the past couple of years, our numbers have been helped a little bit, I think, because of polio. Polo. polo. <laughs> our numbers have been helping. It's called COVID, not polio. Yeah, sorry. I mixed them up. Vaccines. Yeah, yeah, right, vaccine yeah. brain. Um, I don't know how to fix this. I don't know if there's necessarily a way to fix this, but I have a suggestion. Oh. I think that they should bat more left-handed batters against left-handed pitching and just see what happens at this point because it can't be that much no, worse. <laughs> no, because look at what happened to Jock in Chicago. No, no, no. I didn't need no, 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 no. Nobody is Jock. <laughs> Nobody hits like Jock against left-handed pitching. Rest in peace. Nobody Jock. hits like Jock against left-handed pitching. Yeah, they gave him I love uh, you. They gave him magical wristitis just but, to get him some time on the bench because uh oof. He's hitting like 
point oh eight or something. I don't know what he's hitting. He's yeah. not hitting well. But is is this that thing we talked about throughout the offseason? The Dodgers talked about also that they wanted to they needed a right handed batter. Is this that offseason worry coming to fruition? There's too many left handed batters and um the Dodgers aren't necessarily well equipped to combat some of the quality left. I mean you would ass- you would almost think that the Padres went out and got Blake Snell specifically for the Dodgers, and mm. I mean he 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 had a pretty good uh, you know resume, a pretty good interview process there in the World Series against them. Just saying, I mean that, you know it's good. it's it's the same concept of when the Dodgers went out and signed Joe Kelly because they're like, hey, that guy was really good against us. We should take him away, and then they were like, that's a good idea, and then not a good idea did not work out, but. Yep. It's maybe it'll work out better for the Padres. My maybe. my my question or my biggest request is: Does somebody have David Freeze's phone number? Because that dude could probably can still just come I mean, and hit. Still just roll out of bed. And give mash me Freezer. Pitching. He's not going to run to second. By the way, just give me Freezer. He's got metal hashtag, feet. Hashtag Freezer return twenty twenty one. Let's go. But uh, it's interesting. I'm, I'm sure they'll they'll work on something. They'll figure something out. But it's just one of those notes to kind of kind of look at. And um, yeah, congrats. I don't know. What do you guys got? (laughs) Segway! (laughs) In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. So we were going to keep today short because we've been here all day and we're tired. We should have a Segway uh, animation. No, there's that bat, but people got mad at Doug for overusing the bat. Doug. <laughs> oh, I don't have a bat crack. I got uh There it is. All right. We wanted to make fun of the... Oh, we got Norma saying Russell Martin. I'll take it. Oh, Russell. Russell the muscle. Pollock, noisy, Rayleigh, 0 for 14. Nice. That's good. Also, you know, you know, you know what's sad? Huh. Just everything, but <laughs> my body. But uh, uh, I, I wanted to, I wanted to find a way to bring in our boy Matt Beatty because I feel bad for Matt Beatty. I, I miss him. He deserves a chance somewhere. Not, it's not going to be here in LA. So, this is my petition: Dodgers just trade Matt Beatty, let the boy play somewhere. Trade the Yankees. They need a lot of help right now. <laughs> We're killing this, guys. We're killing this, crushing this. I mean, still better than like most podcasts. Anyways, I like wanted the to Yankees laugh. podcast. We wanted to laugh at uh, some of these kids these days with their uh, disbanding the Dodgers. So, <laughs> I'm sure everybody saw this. I think it was over the weekend or whatever. Somebody actually started a petition, change.org, to disband the Dodgers. And it has 41 signatures out of 100. They only want to get to 100. And, uh, yeah, the, the the petition is the Dodgers are too good it's not fair. They should be forced to get rid of three starting players in order to achieve competitive balance. And one could argue against that in saying they have. I mean, Cody's out. Mookie's been hurt off and on. They they pulled CT, who's been a starter. They've pulled uh, you know, McKinstry today, who's been basically a starter all season. Gavin Lux is out with a wrist. We've done our part, Mr. So- Petition. Do you just take apart the Dodgers? What do you do? Do you ship the players off around the league and put them in a, a lottery style raffle? Is it like, is, yeah, is it like a. Based on how bad you are, is how many entries sale? you get into the raffle? Maybe an estate sale. 
Maybe you just come in and shop around for the yeah. players to go to their locker, take their jersey. Yeah, so if you take that, it's packaged. What do we do with Dodger Stadium? Then it's just a venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because they got to get park. in there. <laughs> they got to get into the place. So it's in the Dodger Stadium. It's in Dodger Stadium. It's in the locker room. That's where you see all the stuff. You see the player. They're just sitting there in front of their locker, and you 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 have to barter to see <laughs> to see what that. I mean, like some people call it trading, but um, yeah, that's uh, that's funny. The kids are cute. Makes you feel days. good. Makes you feel good about your team. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those things where you see it and you're like, yeah, yeah, we are good. Huh? We're good at baseball. And then you, you know, you lose one of the Mariners. But Mariners are good too. Uh, it did get me thinking though, because that that came out, and then I think that came out before the Dodgers lost that first game or the the, the third game in San Diego, and then they lost the first one in, in Seattle. So, <clears throat> and and I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, I saw it somewhere online. I'm pretty sure it was one of the Franks talking about it too. So I, I had I had the the concept of as Ray says, can't win them all. What it's we're on pace for like a I think it's like 130 wins or something stupid right now. Many wins. It's not going to happen. So are the Dodgers just as good, or is it that combination of bad teams and some bad luck? And how will we as fans? As Dodger people, as and on the flip side, how will baseball deal with it? At some point, the Dodgers are going to go on a losing streak. Things are going to go bad. That's what they do. That's baseball. That's just the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of, of the game. How do we deal with it? How do how do you deal with the Dodgers being bad, maybe losing eight of, of ten or something? Well, the good news is this is my outlet. This is also your guys' outlet because it's a lot of fun. To know that I'm not in the same place as you guys mentally sometimes. Uh, sometimes I come into a, you know, it's one of those things where you come into a podcast after winning seven games and then losing one, and you yeah. get to see Fire Dave Roberts as the first comment. <laughs> and, and then you get to know, like, okay, well, I'm not there. So at least I got that going for me. But this is a good place for me to to let off steam and to yell at people that I don't oh, like yeah. or appreciate. And uh, I get to do that because this is our podcast. So I can say whatever I want on here as long as grandma's not listening. <clears throat> but then we get the cucks in the comments or not even in the comments. And uh, usually when people are really mad and stupid, they, they that's when you'll go and, and see the bad reviews or whatever because they're idiots. We have a lot of bad reviews on our podcast. And I guarantee you I almost 100% of them are all Padres fans. Uh, if you guys weren't allowed for, around for last season let's say uh they they took a couple clips of us and made them go viral in padres twitter which we appreciate because we got a lot of view counts on that beautiful beautiful. i mean we don't we we haven't seen that kind of action on a single clip of ours that also was not (laughs) processed by one of us but (laughs) good to see good to see that happen good to see the hate flow through you i can't walk through san diego anymore i don't think i think i will be recognized um and not in a good way i don't get recognized by anybody in the dodger world out here but I mean, I think I think Padres fans would probably track me down. It's a good call, but also we haven't we haven't been to a game. No, that's true. This, yeah, you know, I'm interested whole time to see the world was been, closed. It's been uh, 2019 is the last time I was at a ball game. So I mean, I'll, we've also grown a lot since then. So I don't know. We might be recognized at ball games now, guys. We could be at that level. There was one time where a guy was like, "I know you," and he couldn't remember where he knew me from. <laughs> Sad times. <laughs> I think I think Kevin's still more famous than than you right now. It's just also still more famous than me because I don't get noticed. How do you not notice me? Kevin has the hair. Is that what that's supposed to be? You have the hat. You have the nose. <laughs> I do have the nose. Recognizable <laughs> from a long need, way away. You need the mullet. I'm working on it. It's it takes a while to grow. Mrs. Brooke earmuffs. Earmuffs. <laughs> I don't think she's listening. I think she's at Pilates. I had a girl. Loser. Um. Yeah. You know, I guess it's been a while. We we should. 
dig into some of our most recent reviews. We love Ooh. we love some of the favorite reviews here. Uh, why not? Because we're just filling time. We're having fun. You guys um, are hanging out. Yeah, that's what we're doing. You can here. laugh with us. Yeah, at some point, guys, the whole idea of a podcast is about having some form of personality and whatever. We're not we're not spectrum that. news. We're we're not the you know beholden to the Dodgers, and we're not here to just necessarily give you oh the Dodgers are hurt right now. I, I mean, you see some of these kids with just awful, bland, boring attempts, and no, 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 no. We're here to talk. We're here to have some fun. We're here to drink some brew doggies, and we're here to l- read <laughs> Steve Rodriguez's. Review, <laughs> you got it. Go for Steve's it. Is you good. read so much more good. The, the comment, uh, I mean, the title just says "Why," which, first of all, great start. Can you give lower than one star? By the way, I wish you can't. Okay, we just got the lowest one. Then one star. He says, "Not funny, not informative. It's basically just fart jokes," <laughs> which I don't think we do many fart jokes. Fart we don't even have a fart button. No way. Untalented people. It. Social media team is trash. There's no way anyone takes this seriously. Dodgers fans need a good podcast. This is Pantone 294, but for dumber people, 0 out of 10. But guess what, Steve? You cuck. You gave us one star, so that means 1 out of 5, which means 2 out of 10, you bitch. <laughs> and there's your fart joke for the day. <laughs> All right, I got I got like I got like 20 bucks that Steve is a uh, either like Padres fan. He's a Padres fan or, or he's podcast. like he's like 74 and and, and his grandchildren taught him how we, to. We use were told the internet. today. We were told today by a fan that listens to ours that his parents listen to us, and they're in their seventies, really cool. and they really enjoy us. In fact, they had recommended us to him. So we we appeal to all generations <laughs> because uh, you know we 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 span time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And we're not out of here trying to pander for for praise or whatever. We're not. Uh, you know that that other that others brand uh, that had a nuclear meltdown because I actually prefer, somebody was off his meds prefer the bad comments because I get to have a little bit of a laugh out of them and yeah you guys you guys kill it in the comments by the way uh we appreciate the love ever Avila Avila I just want to know who this one who this one is referring to from Ruben over uh, on one of the reviews gave reading, us two stars by the way I was way. reading it positive before we get Sorry, into go the ahead, negative go ahead, ever Avila uh, Avila Avila whatever I'm messing that up right now I really on, up. Uh, on on Periscope saying hands down my favorite Dodgers podcast uh there others that indeed lack personality and i think that's the majority of them um we're idiots we are so dumb we're 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 dodgers news meets uh mornings show zoo that's true we are kind of like a morning talk radio type of of personalities i think we would do better at that to be honest with you because you you don't have to see our faces but you guys remember when heidi and frank were good remember when frosty was there Oof, rip He just like, Remember when it was good and Mark and Brian used to do it? Oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, it's been a minute. We got, we Ru- got. Ruben says, not that many Dodger podcasts out there, but this one in particular gives me a vibe of two bros in a man cave dishing out takes that are sometimes not thought out so well, which I would agree with, accurate. to be fair. Very accurate. This is the good one, because I don't know who he's referring to. One of the hosts kind of lets his personal hatred of players get in the way of actually delivering news and takes. Man, that's got to be you. My vote is you. I don't. I don't hate anybody except Chris Paddock. <laughs> Who else do I hate? I, I mean, actually do hate me? a lot of people. Do I hate players? I don't think yeah. I hate players. Ruben, you let us know who you're talking about, and we'll send you some stickers. <laughs> they might be of like Little Mermaid or something like that. But you have Little Mermaid stickers? <laughs> I think I think uh, Mrs. FRG gave them all away to somebody. But uh, otherwise, mostly you know phenomenal comments and and uh, reviews. We appreciate y'all. 
whenever you do leave something nice, it's been a while since we've been on here, so there's a, a number of new ones. We'll have to dig in and 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 give you some more. Uh, Cal- Calvin's <laughs> a big fan of me angry. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin says Brooke is on one. LMFAO. He said also aggressive. Brooke is mad funny. Uh, oh, yeah, good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to have a few drinks in me before I can be a little over the top. But uh, once I do, Kate, we get rolling. Kate, I don't hate you. Know what Josh Reddick? Sorry, I don't hate big leaguers. I don't hate big oh, league ball players. Oh, you know, I you know. His wife, you know, Jet talked about him uh, playing with a bunch of minor league pitchers, and look at him now playing with a bunch of minor league pitchers. Stupid Jet. What kind of name is Jet? That's the sound of. Kind of name is Brooke for a, for a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that girl? Hey, keep that energy. Where's man. that girl Brooke at? Anyways, huh. are we still having fun? I, I mean, I'm having. I haven't had fun in years. <laughs> like like somebody, that, and there's always going to be that that Steve type of guy who who pops on on a show like this and listens to one. And I mean, how do you jump into episode 191, 192, and be like, all oh, these people have personality. I don't like it. How many episodes we have? This is 192. Listen, guys, we've done almost 200 episodes of this. We're not going to be invested in every single episode because sometimes there is just nothing to talk about, and sometimes there's just nothing to do. You know? Hey, 200 is coming up. Let's let's crowdsource. What do you guys want us to do for episode 200? Do you have some different ideas? I had recommended that we get absolutely blasted, uh, and we have to Uber home. That's part of that's option one. But also, that could get guy could guy could go downhill real quick. What's what the problem is? Because well, we don't know, have a dump button. We'll, we'll have to go to like the uncensored version where we won't get flagged or something like that. <laughs> that that uh, episode will have to be on OnlyFans, so make sure you subscribe. OnlyFans.com slash uh, Dodgers Nation dot boobs. Is that a thing? That's not a thing. We don't no? have that in there. No. Wait. Um, <laughs> Billy Brown said, bring Josh Reddick on 200. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, we should man. bring him on pretending like we've been really big fans of him since he was <laughs> with the Dodgers and just hope he doesn't do any research and then just attack him from the get. <laughs> Ryan says get Doug in for the mega episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. Doug, Doug went and got uh, he went and got shot up, too. I don't know if it was heroin or COVID, but uh, whatever it is, he'll, he'll be in here for for episode 200. If it's whatever ever, it is, he's down for the maybe, day. Maybe we should we should do something where we have I mean, we're, we're uh, totally air quote big enough, right? We can we can have force people to get COVID tech checked beforehand and do one at the, the, at the cheese door? bread place. Yeah. Let's go to cheese bread. Gary, we're going to cheese bread place. I don't know. No one's coming. We'll just be there. <laughs> yeah, it's just us. We're going to sit at the table. It'll be really awkward. I think that'll be fun. Why not? <sighs> There's but, a lot of things that we could do. Caroline apparently really liked boobs, and I would really appreciate it. I mean, it who doesn't? One. No, I mean, it was just, uh, just of all the things to pick out, <laughs> uh, Caroline really Dun- liked the boobs <clears throat> one. Duncan says episode 200 recorded in the stands. Ooh, I don't know. I mean, we might get shut down. They only I... the, the Dodgers only pay attention to what we do. But not anybody else, apparently. So we get hit up when we do something that's maybe uh, uh, against copyright. Imagine a paint brand making jerseys. Imagine, if you will. Odd. So odd. Uh, Marco says, bring Gary for the love of Tommy. Yeah, we. You know, we'll probably have to have Gary around for episode 200. Gary's a, 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 an integral part of the show. Gary... And Doug, fight to the death. Cage match. 2021. Be there! To decide who's the new Doug. <laughs> you got you got original Doug and new Doug. You really got to stick around for all 200 episodes to figure out what the hell we're talking about. I will give you that when people say that we have too many inside jokes. Give you that one. Get Mookie on episode 200. Oof. Oof. 
Jamie, Angie, Angie relax. <laughs> Jamie <laughs> raised a dollar on Gary. I think, yeah, <laughs> Gary Scrappy. I think Gary could definitely take take Doug in a fight. Oh yeah, Gary's Gary Scrappy, and he's an angry boy. He's got a lot of anger. Yeah, yeah. He's got some fists. <laughs> fists of fury. Uh, uh, Jamie says, get an interview with Ross Stripling. We definitely need to get Strip back on. It's been a while. We haven't got him since uh, since a little bit after he was traded to Anaheim. You guys remember that? I think we accidentally made the Anaheim trade not happen, actually. So congratulations. <laughs> Carolyn also says, I'm high. So that's why Carolyn thought the boobs were funny. Well, Everything's funnier like well, that. Well, it is 420. Two. Dos. <laughs> Nod awkwardly. All right, guys. I think that's about time to wrap it up. We got a game coming up in about uh, about an hour. They're about, uh, they're about and I got to drive home. So it's going to be fun. We'll figure something out. We got uh, we got a few more weeks before two hundred. But uh, if you guys have any ideas, you know, add us at Blue Heaven Pod. We'll we'll check those out and Probably. or DM us. Whatever the hell it is, we'll we'll come up with something. I think it'll be fun. And uh, yeah, definitely the cage match. <laughs> That's important. We there, need, we need ideas. There, <laughs> That's what we're getting. There to. will be blood. That's all we're saying. Until then, find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to Blue Heaven. It's on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, all the spots your podcasts are available. Hey, make sure you leave us a delicious review on there. We want to read them here on air because why not? No Mofomo is going to leave us a good rating. We appreciate that, you know? One guy didn't like us because we, we think humans deserve to be treated fairly, so that's weird. Subscribe to Whoops. our YouTube, uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash DodgersNationTV. Hit that notification bell. I'd be so effing glad you did. If you leave a review, make sure it's good. But also make sure it's funny. Way better that way. Don't tell anybody that we're actually good at what we do. That's a lie. Norma says Vin Scully. I don't think we could pull that off. Santiago says video calls from viewers. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe we can hold a sweepstakes for viewers and figure it out. Guys, I am at BrookMe3. He is at RealFRG. We're both on Twitter and Instagram. Go check us out. Follow us on there. Maybe follow you back if you're enjoyable enough. If not, no hard feelings. Uh, uh, Sorry. We're at Dodgers Nation on Twitter, at Official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. Go check us out there as well for the latest news, uh, breaking and uh, not breaking, whatever that means. We appreciate your comments. We appreciate your questions. Screw Chris Paddock. Go Dodgers. See you Monday. Bye. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.